I could hear my spiritual director lean into the phone as she asked, And how many people do you think Gabriel visited before Mary said yes? Such an idea had never even crossed my mind. The story of Mary, for me anyway, always held a quality of predetermination, like she was chosen for that particular role. It had never dawned on me that there might have been others who had been invited into the sacred relationship, others who, for whatever reason, said no. Of course, my spiritual director wasn't really asking about Mary. Rather, she was asking about my sense of call and what would happen if I said no. The story of Mary is one of the great calls in religious history. Out of her womb is born one of the great spiritual teachers, God to many. I had always understood this story as leading to an inevitable outcome. Of course Mary was going to say yes. But is that really true? As someone who does not believe in fate, as someone who believes we must have free will in our spiritual lives if they are to have meaning, it seems that people must not only have the option to ignore their sacred calling, but often do. We must have the opportunity to say no if we are really going to say yes. For me anyway, this doesn't mean that God necessarily moves on. I believe our relationship to the divine is innate, and our connection to Source can never be severed. The longing for a relationship, regardless of our willingness to follow our call, never gives up on us. But realizing this left me in a concerned space. If the call is persistent, and if people are able to ignore their call, say no to it, then what are the consequences of such an action or non-action? It feels less like a missed opportunity and more of a constant living in a denial of purpose, a form of self-negation. If we are saying no to our call, does this account for some of the suffering I see in people? In my own life, I have shown a lot of resistance when it has come to listening to my call. A lot. There have been times when I sabotaged my prayer practice because I did not want to have to listen to what the divine was asking of me. If I don't sit, the body wisdom seemed to say, the call will go away. But it never does. My personal story looks a lot more like Jonah than Mary. It has been full of running, punctuated by periods of success when I finally decided to stop running, only to be followed by more running. As much as it may seem like I've given my life over to the spiritual relationship from the outside, I assure you it has not been smooth. I truly admire those who hear the divine voice, push through their fears, and say yes to the call. It has never been that easy for me. I don't see this as a failure or a flaw, but I do notice that I suffer when I am avoiding the sacred conversation. 
So I find it important for me to stay connected to people who are also trying to hold precious their own spiritual journey and practice. Their commitment and their struggle to commit inspires me to return again to my practice, to pick up where I left off and to begin again. Many of us look to Rumi for inspiration when it comes to the spiritual life, but I also look to him for empathy. When he writes, Come, come, whoever you are, wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving, it doesn't matter. Ours is not a caravan of despair. Come, even if you have broken your vows a thousand times. Come, yet again, come, come. In his voice, in his poetry, in his prayer, I hear not only companionship for those of us who want to hear the call, who want to live within the sacred relationship, but also compassion for those of us who struggle. And here I make a leap, a projection, and say, For Rumi to write these words, he must have known struggle. This is encouragement grounded in empathy, an invitation to join the dance again, to pick up where you left off and to hold the hand of fellow pilgrims as you step forward once more into the great mystery of longing. Come, come, whoever you are, Wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving. It doesn't matter. Ours is not a caravan of despair. Come even if you have broken your vows a thousand times. Come. Yet again, come. Come. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. Who are the people in your life who would enjoy and benefit from this meditation? Pick one. Send them a link. Maybe start a conversation with them. What are the consequences of not following your call? What would it take to pick up where you left off? to reach out and hold the hand of your fellow pilgrims and step forward once more into the great mystery of longing. The spiritual journey isn't something we need to do on our own. We are meant to travel the path with partners. I hope you'll join me again next week.